Oh, Sunday. Sunday was what I was going to talk about. Mm. By Sunday, I got like because it was like obviously that thirty eight. What was it like thirty eight degrees? Yeah, it was fucking hot. Although I don't think I. Firstly, you guys are sick for going out and playing golf and that shit. Like, looking back, I wouldn't have gone out if I knew it was going to be that hot. <laughs> because we didn't. Wasn't like the whole idea that you guys would go out and get really drunk and like you'd be hungover when you played on Sunday. That was Ted. I was never really like subscribed to that. Yeah, but that was Ted's thought. Because when that when was told to me and then I saw it was 38 degrees, I was like, that is sick. Yeah. That is that is just so sick. But my Sunday, I think I was home alone for most of the day here. I think I, like, I, think I like had a cold shower, sat on the couch at like 1pm, probably 2pm, watched episode 1, Dawn of the Dolphins, episode 2, then the West Tigers game. Yeah. Then the Canberra Raiders game into Maddie John's Sunday night. It was just like nine hours of back to back rugby league content. It was like day probably wasn't eight hours, it would have been like six or seven hours, but it was it was a lot. Was that in the aircon? It was under the fan, but I'll it was it was actually quite comfortable in the living room. But it was more just the act of sitting downstairs by myself for like seven hours watching yeah. rugby league related content. Just hearing cars go past. Genuinely, like occasionally scrolling through DoorDash. Oh, should I order something? Ah, <laughs> oh, probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, How have you found Dawn of the Dolphins? I really liked it. I think it. Uh, yeah, I think it's been really good. Um, Wayne Bennett, for for the, for a show that opens up with him talking about. Have you seen it? No. It opens up with him doing this interview and he's like talking about how he's an introvert and how it's really hard for him to talk to people. But like as a coach, he's like overcome that. Quite a personal yarn, but then like the rest of the documentary is just him like making jokes and being a smart ass and being really funny. So I'm kind of like, yeah. I don't get that. Like that's just like, seems like a bit of a contradiction, but it's been a, he's really funny in it. Like, and it makes me like him a lot more. I already did like him his, but, and I think, but it, it actually shows me like a surprising amount. There's one scene which I think is quite unfair, well, not unfair to air, but it's quite dog to air. Was them talking to um, the MILF's agent. They're yeah. like doing the, the contract negotiation with MILF, and then like, I don't they tell like MILF to leave the room, so it's just like his manager and like the head of recruitment of the Dolphins, and like the head of the Dolphins is kind of like in nicer terms than this like we're not going to sign Milford on like a really? big contract like oh I can't like, we're not, like we're not going to give him much like he's you know kind of he's getting pennies yeah. yeah he's getting but I think that's literally something like he's not getting anything big yeah. I just thought like damn if you're Milford watching that back like that'd be tough but it is like it's really you see quite a bit about it and it's good I really wanted to watch episode 3 today but as I said Stan wasn't working that's interesting I didn't think they'd go into like that sort of background but um, does it say something about Milford that he was told to leave the room? Surely, if you're like you're the player. Well, I think that though Milford was there, I think they agreed on terms, and then Wayne and Milf just left. Both left, so it was right, just it okay. was just the head of recruitment and the manager. Yeah. And maybe like the CEO of the Dolphins, which from the other ones they'd showed, like the other contract talks was pretty normal practice. But it was just like. The immediate dogging of Milford as soon as he leaves the room, which I was like, damn, dude, if you're Milf and you're seeing your agent, like, kind of, like, agree that you're a bit shit. Like, yeah, that's tough. You're past it. Yeah. But, like, they show you the Jesse Bromwich signing and, like, they briefly do the um, Katoa stuff. It's a good documentary. Recommend the watch. Three episodes. I will, I will watch. I just haven't got around to it. I don't understand, so yeah. it'll be something I'll have to put in a new email address yeah. and get it. It's always but, that, um, isn't it? If you're listening to this, we've tried something new in the podcast. Bit of an impromptu start. Yeah, soft entry. We'll see if it works. We'll see if we like it. We might keep it. We probably won't. Um, but if you are listening, we've kept it. Um, I did want to continue the golf yarn that we started with mm. because I have a story from Sunday about the heat stroke. I don't know if Teddy or Camo told you this, but we're probably 12 holes in. It's fucking hot. Like 37 for reference. Um, it's too hot. They have a bloke on a golf cart coming around with ice cold towels and ice cold water, just for reference. Like, when would you ever see that? 
but we're 12 holes in, we go to the clubhouse, get some food, some water, and we're standing there under the tarp, and this bloke, who's probably like 60 years old, walks in, paint the picture, he's got no shirt on, his face is void of colour, He's got one arm over a golf pro, literally hanging on to it for life. Is golf pro a person? Yeah, like yeah. like the, 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 the yeah. guy who works yeah. there. Literally dragging him through the clubhouse, no shirt. He's got mud all on his back, and they're taking him to the showers. <laughs> and for reference, he, like, it was that hot. The geriatric bloke just couldn't, couldn't cop it. <laughs> and had to lie down on the ground, like, fainted. Christ. And the golf pro had to take him to the showers and put him under just, cool just hose him under cold water but I liked the rhetoric the golf pro said um, I took him to the shower Yeah. which for me is like he physically couldn't get himself there it was imagine someone having to take you to the shower Yeah. I like that rhetoric and then as he was walking past our friend Ted goes um, some people just aren't made of the right stuff are they <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> Like, oh, completely true. Like, yeah. this bloke should know. It's fucking hot out there. You're too old for this. You have to like, be brave to leave the house in 37 yeah. degrees. Like, but also, can we not kick the man while he's down? Like, he's having a dig. Well, he's, Ted's calling it how he sees it, you know? You're not made of the right stuff. <laughs> he's absolutely calling it how he sees it. <laughs> but right a, a bit of sympathy would have gone astray, but... Um, yeah, but... Yeah, I, again, I think it... How much do you blokes love your golf that... Like, you... That, does that bloke is the prospect of sitting with his wife in the aircon for a day so unbearable that he's gonna fucking put himself out there in 37 degrees dude suffer I, the consequences I think legitimately I think the worst thing that could happen is in, in his week is, is missing a comp round of golf like he probably plays three times a week and he's gone I cannot miss this last round do I'm you, on do you know the guy? no absolutely not yeah we saw him in the clubhouse like three hours later He's getting into his waters. <laughs> <laughs> his wife had to come pick him up. And yeah. he was saying, imagine that phone call to your wife. Yeah. Just being like, hun, well, I was just thinking, like, do you reckon, like, when he gets home that night, he, like, tells her, like, he's, I've imagined his wife, oh, how was golf today? Love, how'd you go out there in the heat? Oh, yeah, it was all right. It was a bit hot. <laughs> do you reckon he, yeah. like, you know, shows himself, oh, well, it was a bit of an incident. Oh, love, you know better than to go out there. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely copped a spray as well yeah. after. Oh, I told you not to go yeah. out there in 37 degree hey? Yeah, absolutely the last thing he needs. <laughs> um, but we're saying you have to. I think you have to because you're probably taking Monday off work. Like, there's no way I could go into work after, like, fainting at, like, 3 p.m. on a golf course. Well, how bad's a faint? I reckon, I reckon, like, heat stroke. I reckon that takes you out of you. Like, hey, but, but do you reckon it's a long... I guess the older you are, the, there is probably a longer turnaround, but... It depends how many waters you put back, I reckon. Like. Yeah. And then the other thing... A couple we of highlights, maybe a Gatorade. Yeah. The other thing we were saying is the golf pro didn't have to take him through the clubhouse. He could have walked him around the back and in that way, but he decided, no, 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 I'm going to walk him in okay. front of the bar, in front of everyone that's there, to the showers yeah. it's like I don't know if I could show my face there again but there's like there's there's some like Cersei from Game of Thrones stuff going on there where she's like naked walking the street and everyone's like shaming her <laughs> yeah even <laughs> got the top off and everything that's fucking brutal yeah you'd hope you'd hope he's almost in such a state that he it's like almost a blackout memory for him yeah it's like if you're in the desert and you start hallucinating you just think you're seeing a bit of water <laughs> I like, think I think you, can, you gotta consider moving club after that yeah um, but uh, best wishes to the bloke. Hope to see you out there again soon. It was tough conditions, you know. It, it, it was fucking yeah, tough. Yeah, it's tough conditions out there. And speaking of tough conditions on a Sunday, that moves us on to game of the round. That's what they call you. Well, it was it was a great game. I think the marquee matchup of the weekend: Tigers Bulldogs at Belmore. It was the game on everyone's lips. You know, family at the mouth for it. Um, and Jay didn't deliver. Didn't Absolutely it, didn't, didn't it deliver. Look, it was 80 minutes of just back and forth rugby league, mm. um, which we all wanted. Now, some. Oh, might, it was rugby league. Yeah, it was rugby league. Some might say it was a one sided affair for a good 70 minutes. Yeah. I think if you really look at the details, we were, we were in the fight. Oh, for sure. Us being the Tigers. You have to look at the school, which know they were in the fight. Yeah. I mean, they always say um, they don't show uh, how you got the runs on the scorecard. 
It's the same thing. No, it all they means just, the same. It's points. We just lost by four. A real yeah. courageous... Connor, we lost by an intercept try. We'll, we'll say that. It was well, n- there was an intercept try in it. I think there were two 100-metre tries from there. Yeah, now, obviously, we got one, but if we're doing math, strike out, strike out. There's yeah, one, they, there's one left. Yeah, there's 100-metre streak in it. So we, we should have won by two, is what you're saying. That's 100% what I'm saying. You take out a an unlucky pass that gets picked off by a car or Al- Alamotti, and it's a... It's a two-point game to us. It's a good point because if I'm, I, I've watched this replay a few times, and Dewey just runs a great line. With the pass was on all day. <laughs> I mean, and it's just one of those things. One in a hundred times, an opposition player is just going to make a great play. Like, it's not like it went directly to him or anything. Truth. <laughs> Truth be told, I, I, I spent a lot of time looking at that on Sunday. And I'd have to probably familiarise myself now, but it actually looks like Dewey throws the ball straight to him. He just sees a body in motion. He goes <laughs> yeah. out with his ball. Dude, is, is Dewey colourblind? Because he threw it straight to his break basket. Well, it's not even, like... Colourblind not, might not be the issue. It, it's, like, just a general inability to perceive the concept of, like, which direction you're running. Because the Alamotti was clearly running the other way. <laughs> yeah. He's going, oh, that guy looks like my teammate. I'll give him the ball. Um... It was just, it was never on that path. No. Um, now, there are some things we want to get into for the game. Is there anything you want to start out with? We were horrible. I, I, I don't know what to say. It was such a de- depressing game. I, I watched the whole thing, and it was really poor. Yeah, like... You didn't sugarcoat it there. No. You told me how you really think it was for seventy minutes. There, it was. It was pretty poor. It was horrible. Um, I feel like I've kind of repressed a lot of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's been so much said already, deservingly so. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know where to start. That to be fair, like I just don't know where to start. Did you, did you get to watch the game? Yeah, I watched the game. I didn't watch the first half live. I was yeah. getting updates from you, which yeah. was... That broke. Firstly, appreciate it. Yeah. And secondly, just, like, first half wasn't great from no. just the messages I got. Um, started out, like, first try. It was, like, their second tackle on our line. Just straight through. Yeah, then we were soft in defence. It was, yeah. I don't know if that was because of the heat and we just went up for it or if, like... Just generally, like, the effort wasn't there. I, like, I might start by talking about the Bulldogs, because I feel like the Bulldogs and the Tigers, you could say, coming into the season with similar places. Bulldogs have made lots of great signings. Bit of an, a little bit more up than down for them last year, but still they've had a long period at the bottom of the table and struggling. And playing at, like, their cultural home ground at Belmore, where we'd have, we'd have, sorry, we've had two games at Leichhardt, our culture home ground, and they were just like up for it. They were like had energy. They had like cohesion. They like all their boys are putting in like his effort. The heat didn't seem to bother them. Um, whereas we like were jogging around the park, and I think um, one of the most telling things was on that Josh Cars intercept try. We're talking about Charlie Stanley. Yeah, Charlie Stanley. <laughs> yeah. He's just what, what is he jogging the whole way? Like, yeah. Is that is that a heat thing or is he? It's the Ferrari running hot or like what's going on? I because that really pissed me off. Yeah, it pissed me off too. Because I, everyone knows that an intercept try, especially if the game's close, even if you know you're not going to get there, you haul ass just to like as an optics thing. And this guy was just—he might as well have been walking. Yeah, it's or it's all optics. Now I was, I was like angry when I first saw it but then I was like surely there's like a reason now I saw a comment that he got belted on the tackle before I didn't I didn't see it I don't remember it but what pissed me off more was then seeing him sprint as hard as he can to score that try later in the game yeah where it's like you're willing to put in the tough stuff to score I feel like you could have put in a bit more effort and got the car out of the garage on that one because we've heard about the Forbes Ferrari but Ain't looking like a Ferrari right now. No, he did not. He looked like a busted fucking Volkswagen. It, what, it was really 
like I think what is his first game at fullback he gets to show what he's about I'm like apart from that I can't really remember if he had a good or bad game probably had like a pretty indifferent game I'll say it's probably his first and only game at fullback now I haven't looked at the team lists but they'll be up now there were rumours Dewey would be playing fullback so and they have been confirmed he is playing fullback yeah so look and based off the last 20 minutes of that game Brandon Wakem was good he like I don't know if that's just because he was fresh and the, everyone was tired but he looked good you gotta after that turnaround where our attack seemingly clicked it might not have actually clicked it might have just been Bulldogs being tired but you gotta try I mean Dewey was pretty ordinary at 6 we already spoke about his fucking set pass but he's he's just his options were so bad again um to say Dewey was shit at six would be an understatement. He was horrible. He, I think, um, Laurie Daly said it was one of the worst halves of football he's seen for a six. <laughs> so on the commentary, so that's look, that's that tells you all you need to. That's know. That's a damning comment. Yeah, that's a it's really damning fucked. comment. Um, Wakeham, well, I think you had to this round. It's like, like you can't stick with the same no, thing. No, you can't. What worries me for Wakeham is he was playing his old club if I'm not wrong yeah so like he's probably had like a bit of emotions bit of something to prove and then it was a fucking stinker like they were doing 20 minute drinks yeah like, it was quarters out there so like everyone was fucked so I don't know how much you can really take from a tired last 20 but look it's it's better than doing nothing like I'd rather we change the whole team than stick with what we've got yeah. at this point Freddie Fittler on Channel 9 I watched the Channel 9 call he, he really made Brendan Wake he was talking about the year I think he said he came up playing in the schoolboys team with Fafita maybe Tino um, a few other I can't remember who they are now but a few other like established throbbers in the NRL now and he said like that Wakeham was the best of them so there's upside there for him I'd like I'd be happy keen to see him have a bit more of an extended go I think you, you're right we, you can't just continue rolling out Brooks at 7 Dewey at 6 I'm even sceptical sceptical about having Dewey at 1 like I think I think he's just got to accept he's a centre and just move back there yeah I, I did think he could put it centre he's interesting Seems like Sheens is pretty off North Loma because he's gone. Yeah, and I'm happy he's gone too. He's, I'm off him as well. And I, I thought he was lazy. Yeah, I think... For lack of a... Like, for, to be polite, like... I was hoping after he had that little stint at the storm last year that he'd come back, like, firing, but... It seems like he's just a bit bratty now and, like, he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, like, oh, I should be playing at a better team. Blah blah blah. I'm not gonna try. Which, to be fair to him, it's obviously not acceptable, and no one should accept that attitude. But I was thinking on the weekend, like when you have halves that incompetent and like just so unable to support and build a game for you guys to win. Like, I'm kind of not surprised that all the other people around them start like putting in the effort, like as the game goes on like if you're getting up the other end of the field busting ass and then Luke Brooks puts in like one of the shittest kicks all the time and gives him a seven tackle <laughs> set right yeah. like, but I don't think we ever got a repeat set nah. in the up there like especially in that heat like you would you would just like whether or not like it's a conscious thing you would just start to skip up I think and when like they just were so bad in attack that like especially like the forwards like I think it was like Appy Coruscant through like a no-look pass to Twall, who would have gone through a hole, but he knocks it on. Might not have been Twall, but... Was this Appy? Yeah, it was Appy, who played really well, but that was just like a moment where he threw the ball, and I'm like, quite late in the game. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I probably would switch off too. Like, I'd probably just be a bit dejected. Yeah, I, I actually remember the play. To be fair to Twall, it was at his, like, back shoulder. Yeah. And he was, like, basically, like, it would have been forward if he hit his chest. So yeah, like, okay. Oh, I give him a little bit of leniency on that one. Maybe those points aren't connected. That, yeah. that played to the point I'm trying to convey. Yeah, but like, the point is still valid. Yeah. Like, the boys, like, so a lot of the, some of them just seem to not 
be all in it because they know that their efforts are just going to go unrewarded. Like, they don't have a, a general there that's going to make the most of their efforts, you know? Yeah. I'll say one bloke who... This won't be a surprise to Tigers fans because everyone was seen cheering him on the, in the comments. But Brett Naden, I thought, had, like, a crack. Yeah. He was good. Obviously, his metres, like, they were posting 200, but he got, like, 80 of them from one try. So, but he was still good. I thought he really gave it a good effort. But Naden strikes him as a man who knows he's, like, a couple of good games away from, like, getting some contract interest from a different club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he... Yeah, I think he, he knows that. Well, it's smart. It is smart. It's, like, it's, I don't get why everyone's not doing that. Yeah. That may be, like, ironically, that might be the thing that makes us play well, is that everyone's just out there trying to make a buck from front of the club. Yeah, everyone's trying to get out of there, so they're yeah. playing well. Um, do you have any other points from the game? Yeah, I wanted to talk about Happy Carousel, and this is not an original thought. I saw James Graham made the exact same point, who's obviously much more esteemed analyst and commentator than I am but it was something that I wrote down but you gotta feel bad for Appy like he's just playing on a like he was making there was a play in the first half I don't know if you saw it on highlights or if you missed it but he does this run out of dummy half it was quite early it was like probably 15 minutes into the game and it's like a Harry Grant esque run or just an Appy but no one's there for him to give the ball to like he's kind of poked the line there's holes around the ruck. He just needs one pass away from a line break and, like, no one's reacted for months. And, like, on the Channel 9 commentary, Joey Johns was so filthy about it. Like, he was like, that is some of the worst, like, just passive footy I've ever seen. Like, and that was not the only time that happened. Like, he's just playing, like, Penrith Panthers and he's got people... Like, it just, like, highlights the difference in standard and, like, performance between us and the top. Like, Penrith players would be all around that. Our players are not even, like, aware of that, like, style of play or, like, or even, like, have their head minds open to that prospect, which just, like, is a scary indication of how far apart we are and how far we have to come to be, like, a winning team. And so, yeah, I don't... I just don't know. I feel like he probably is starting to realise maybe maybe that he's taken a bridge too far and coming to our team when he's like clearly just a fucking thrower. Yeah, it's real under eight stuff, isn't it? Just one out the rocks. Just you take it, so yeah. I'll be there next tackle. Well, I guess he's locked in now because he's our skipper, which yeah. maybe was the thought process. Someone in there was going, look, we might not be looking as good as people think we are going to be. Let's put Skip on his back and he cannot leave this team then. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that works. Because I'd be sad to see him. Like, <laughs> but, like, I guess that's, like, why he's there. But, like, he's there to bring that. And I think we just need strong enough voices to call people out to be like, you need to do better. Like, I don't think that's going to come from Brooks. Definitely not. Um, we just need a real man's man in there just, like, calling cuts out, I think. I would love a Josh Maguire. I reckon he would call some cuts out. Yeah, I'd like it. Like, gee, I wish we had Mitch Moses because I feel like he calls cuts out. You know, I just want to see. I just want to see someone get filthy at someone else, and just to know yeah. that they care, rather than just like kind of put their hands up and be like, "Oh, wasn't that Yeah, I do get what you mean. Like, not like a full blow up, like fight in the field, but just no. like a bit of like, I care about this. Yeah, like, can you please do better? Because I want to win this game. Well, it's almost like if we look at the start of the season, Luai and um, the week got a dog. That's what I want to see. That's that's exactly what I want. I want to see Luai of Carmen Kimber together at a wedding fame and <laughs> we got a dog of did something to Ricky Stewart fame. Um, which, actually, I want to talk about the Raiders game because that poor Ricky Stewart, man, he got put through some shit on Sunday. But before we move on, I do want to talk about John Bateman. Yeah. Who actually really impressed me. He was rusty, but... He was good, and I think he's got some cut in him that'll um, bring our boys up. But rather than his performance, he just he's a man of no nonsense. Christ almighty. There was a moment when, I don't know who the Bulldogs player was, but I think it was Reed Marnie. They went face-to-face. Yeah, I saw John that. Bateman just, Christ, those eyes could kill. It's good to know. Like That's exactly what we need, and I hope he just, him and Appy together, just rub off on this team. 
yeah, I the play he tackled Burton one on one and then sort of just like threw him into the ground shoulder first. Yeah, and yeah. And he was like, mate, what are you doing? Like, <sighs> fucking get up. And yeah. You get yeah. the fuck out of my face because there's nothing wrong with oh, that tackle. So good to see. Now, he could be that person. I don't think he was going to do it like round one, like first game mm. in there. I feel like he might warm into it. Mm. Um, it was good to see during the week, reporters were, or like today, reporters being like, oh, did you not play because you were injured? And he was like, no, cunt. I just flew from the UK. Have you ever heard have of... Have you seen how fucking pale I am? Yeah. I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen something fucking... Yeah. Have you heard of something called a pre-season? Something called fitness? Yeah. Like, have you ever been a bit around rugby league before? I can't yeah. just hop off like, a I plane just, yeah. and play rugby I've been running league. laps in my fucking apartment back home. Yeah. Like, I need to fucking see some grass. Yeah, and he was like, I wasn't even meant to play this round. I was meant to play Melbourne. But you know what I did? I fucking played this round. Yeah. So get off my back and fuck off yeah. respectfully. Respectfully. Um, which I thought was good. That's what I liked. Just I loved his little fucking grubber kick to himself. Yeah. Like even though he kicked, even though he fucking falconed the shit out of the end, it was fucking. It was just good to see. He runs so funny. Like I don't know, how to, don't know how to describe. It. He's like he's quite rigid looking when he runs, but it's like it's like stiff. But he's but he can move though. You know. He's got skills. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see. He he's like. He's like a better Luke Garner with like ball skills. Yeah, he's that's, like that's with like a, with like a. Him. He had like, and this could just be me talking absolute shit because he's from the UK. I think he might be Irish, but I think he's British. Great Brit. He, he just throws the foot out and taps it along. A bit of a bit of soccer skill there. Yeah. It's good to see. Grew up on it. Yeah. yeah, he's got a right foot in him. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say, really. I mean, obviously, we could really delve deep into, like, what's shit about our club, but I don't really want to do that. I don't think anyone wants to do that. I think no. we all know. I think you only have to fucking look. Look, from the feedback I got from last ep, there was a bit of a sadder tone last week. I don't want that to be every week. No, no, no. So, um, I would like to look with a bit more of a positive outlook on next week's game against Melbourne. Yeah. Um, with the Titans-Melbourne. The Gold Coast get the job done in what was I, I watched the whole game was was a really entertaining game. A lot of points. Dude, there was some I think I messaged you this, like the boys were hit beating each beating each other up in that game. They were hits on hits on hits. Fucking I don't know who Tanner Boyd pissed off, but <laughs> but the Melbourne Storm made it their job to hit him hard. Fuck up Tanner Boyd. I, Jerome Hughes put a good hit on him, but He's not the person I'm thinking of. One of the forwards absolutely flattened. Oh, no, sorry. It was um Justin Owen. Oh, oh, biggest, like, biggest. He's so fucking thick. He murdered Tanner Boyd on multiple occasions. Probably should have been set for one, or <laughs> arguably could have been set for one. Didn't, thankfully, because Tino then gets, like, really amped up that he wasn't set. Just puts on, like, a 2006-esque shoulder charge on the next play and gets, like strongly cautioned about, <laughs> about where he's leading this game and then it's just on from there it's just like shoulders swinging arms like the amount of crunching tackles that led to like knock-ons was like but like not in the sense that like you're like oh boys like hold a fucking yeah. pill in the sense like yeah shit if I was hit like that I'd fucking drop the ball too yeah. it was really good footy to watch obviously a lot of points scored I'm all for that it was fucking entertaining yeah I love points yeah I, I love Tino as well. Yeah, he's, Dino, Dino's he's one of those people where it's like if I could pick any forward to like lead my club, he'd be like, he'd be like in my top three picks. Like yeah. I rate him so high. For sure, he's great. He's got like mongrel in him, which I love. He does have like, a, he does have a hot head that slightly runs too hot too occasionally, but fuck it, I'd take it. Well, guy. Like, I think you'd rather he be just over the line than not close to the line at all. Yeah, I agree. And it's like one of those things you just live with. And he's the captain, so he probably gets away with more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he, no, he was great. The whole game was great. I mean, poor Craig Bellamy was like... Oh. <laughs> was all of it. My, My dad sent me a very yeah. funny text on Sunday being like... Um, this was after the Raiders game. And obviously, Craig Bellamy spent... They just they just know to cut to him. Yes. They, they just know to cut to him, and where to cut to him, and he's just good for such like a blow up. And Ricky Stewart was the same. My dad sent me this text me like, I can't wait for Melbourne to play Canberra. It's gonna be so funny. And I was like, yeah, fuck, that will be good. 
our dads have a lot in common because I was sitting with my dad and my dad l- loses it when they cut the crate. Oh, it's absolutely blowing his top in the commentary It's my box. dad's favourite thing ever. It's so good. <laughs> I wish they had a cam on him the whole time. Yeah. But they do pretty well. They know when to cut They to. know exactly when to cut to. I legitimately think they pay someone in the um, uh, coverage box. Just like, you watch Craig the whole game and yeah. tell us when you press. You press this button when his mouth starts moving. <laughs> there was like the Melbourne Storm looks so not Melbourne Storm-esque. Like, so many errors in the game. So many, like, just, like, poor decisions that, like, just something that Craig's not used to dealing with for, like, the last 10 years. And just, like, it took its toll. You saw... You could see it in his, like, body language how... How yeah. fucking... The toll that day took him. Like, it was tough going for them. I think previous years he could just rely on the fact that he had like throbbers and he knew what he was gonna get. Yeah. This season I think it's more like, oh no, we need to like chalk up some wins and play good footy now. Yeah. I don't know how this season's gonna go. And the tap of Harry Grant, I feel like is he's gonna run out at some point. Like Harry Grant on the weekend. Obviously they are missing some good players through the injury, but Harry Grant like tr- like at his own peril put that whole team on his back and was like I will try win this game for a single hand and he came close he really did come close but I just don't like maybe he can he probably can but will he be able to do that every week I don't think so throw back to Harry Grant playing for us yeah fuck dude don't, how good yeah. was that and like the rumours like he might stay I, I've never that? wanted Cam Smith to play on more than yeah. just so like it meant he might stay imagine where we'd be if Harry Grant was out at nine like you don't even like we got Abby now but I would take Harry Grant in a heartbeat oh but yeah we were did we come ninth that season um I think that was the ninth season but we were playing some good footy I remember we we won quite a few games off the back of him what year was that Connor was that 2020 I feel like that was the first COVID year do you think it was COVID I think so. Oh, whenever Cam Smith retired, I've I got no idea. Um, but um, while you're searching that, it gives me a good chance to go over our team list for Melbourne. Yeah. So, as we said before, Dewey back to fullback. Staines back where he belongs on the wing yeah. with uh, Tupo. Good to see he stays. I thought he was good. He, yeah. He's a crack. He, he's, he's got promise in him for sure. Um, Naden and Asukapoa in the centres. Now, I don't know if you know this, but it's it's just clicked in my mind. He was the winger that we brought yeah, over from the from Roosters. Roosters. I I knew he had the same name as this bloke, but I I was like, surely that's not him. He's put on so much weight. I think he just had a growth spurt in him, and they were like, mate, we're going to move you to the second row. Yeah. I, I like the idea of him at centre. Um, yeah, I, I do as well. Um, he, he, he carries it hard, which... I think we need for meters, and I think it's good. Um, as we said, Wakeham and Brooks in the halves, and then it's basically unchanged from there. The only thing is Laurie comes back in the 14 jersey, which I think is like if Dewey's playing real shit at fullback, we have cover, but then it's like if we need points, then just fucking chuck them on. Yeah. At least, and you just tell him, mate, you follow Appy. If Appy makes like an inch of a break, you were there because I don't want to have to give a commentator shit on us no, for another it's not, week it's not pleasant um, um, 2020 was the year we had Harry Durant we came 11th um, I'm trying to find what like our back end of the season form was like well didn't he leave at the end to go back to Melbourne or we didn't let him did or? he is that I is having a hard I know he wasn't there for the whole season I'm having a really hard time fucking was that the one where they tried to get him back for the finals? I, I don't remember. Um, so Melbourne Storm won the grand final that year, interestingly. Let me oh, see so I don't grand. think he was there. No, he did, I think he finished the year with us. Because he the loan got approved like halfway through the year from... Oh, Oh, we've just seen 50 to 22 uh, against us against the Storm pop up. Jeez. Um, I don't remember that one. Yeah, no, neither. That one. But Harry Grant it out. playing nine for us. Gee, what a team that is. Sam McIntyre, Thomas McKayley. Whatever happened to Thomas McKayley? 
I have no idea. He's probably still with us. I don't know. Chris Lawrence was still playing the game in 2020. Good for him. Jeez. But um, let me see. Lauderdale back end of the form. Oh, okay. Was it just another loss? Yeah, on. just a few losses. Yeah, a couple of losses. Okay, so... Oh, oh. 34-32, whatever. Manly. Oh, good. Yeah, pretty good. All right, well, but that was the year we had our ground. I can't even remember what we were talking about, but... Would be nice I think I sidetracked us. Yeah. I think I was saying in a roundabout way that the storm suck ass this year. Yes. In a roundabout way. In a roundabout way. Yeah. Um, and I, I know I've said this like three weeks in a row or four weeks in a row, but I think we win this week. Oh, dude, I don't. I don't think that at all. I think we. I. I think we bounce back. I think we. Are, we. We have a crack. Who do you think? Oh, I mean. It would be very us to win this game. It would be very us to win this game. If we don't win this game, we won't win a game until... To our buy round. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not really winning a game. Yeah, I don't think quarter win. Yeah, it's just points. Just, yeah. Redundant points because everyone gets them. Everyone gets them. But It'll feel good, though. We could... Or I think we played the Eels before that, maybe. Or maybe. So maybe. us and the Eels might potentially be playing a game to get off the bottom of the ladder. I actually back us in that circumstance. The Eels have such a bed shit in them. Do you remember when we played the Eels? <laughs> Every time I think of us playing the Eels, I remember opening um, Combank, where we just got fucked. Do you remember that? The first game at Combank Stadium, us versus the Eels, Mitchell Moses scores that like try, like full field into the corner, and he does his big... Oh, I, I remember the celebration got, like, in the fucked that game. I don't remember like, the, the context around that event, but... I don't think our recent history against them is great. Well, we won't last year. No, no, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> now that you say it, yeah. yeah. I, I would be quietly confident, but where are we playing on Saturday and what time? Oh, sorry, not on the weekend, not on Saturday. Let, I'm, I'm going to need to find that. Give me let, a me, let me lock in that it's going to be a Sunday because it feels like we, all we ever do is play Sundays. No, Friday, 6pm. Oh, wow. They put us like prime time for some reason. Um, and it's down in Melbourne, Amy Park. 13th versus 17th. Can you read... Can you, well, who's playing for the Storm? Oh, is Cam Munster playing? No. Ooh. Munster... Oh. He's on the extended bench. It's interesting... Oh, no, he is there. Yeah, no, he is. He is mm. in. He's in. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, Munster, Anderson, Eisenhuth back. Um, Simpkins back playing, which is good. Gee, that's how I think he's on the extended it. bench. But how, how's that guy not getting the 11 man, like, day mandatory? Oh, I guess that would be 11 days. Yeah. Good to see he's back with his head on. Um, Papa Lee's back. <laughs> they found it. They screwed it. Yeah. Back on. He's like, Everything's fine for Jake Simpkin. Um, but yeah, Munster is back. So I might take back my... We have a chance. But I'm going to stick with it. Look, it'll be a real... Um, it'll be some of the great best halves in the comp coming up against each other. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Hughes and Munster up against Brooks and Brett Wake and... I, I, I think we get the chocolates there. Really can like. I say, we're $3 on Sportsbet... I three dollars seems like not enough to me. As in too short or too high? Too short. I don't know, dude. The storm's been pretty bad. I know they're a dollar forty, but like three bucks. I'm like, have we shown anything? We haven't shown anything <laughs> yet. Yeah. Oh, no, we haven't. Maybe that'll like come out during the week, but. Just seems very short for where we are. Maybe Sportsbet knows something we don't. <laughs> Maybe they've been keeping an eye awake. And yeah. they go, you know what? This yeah. kid, he, he could be anything. <laughs> uh, who else have we got? We got Cabaretters beat the Sharks. Some, that was a good game. Yeah, it was good. I thought the Sharks were going to pull it out at the end. Oh, only because fucking Cabaretters gave them every chance to fucking get back in that game. Yeah, there um, were a few real dumb things. I think, was it Whiten at the end? Tripping over the play ball? Yeah. And then challenging it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that, was happening. That there. was when... And that was, like, their fourth or fifth error in, like, a short space of time. And I honestly thought Ricky Stewart might explode on the side of the... Like, a hot day in Canberra. He's, he's trucking not out there on the sideline. 
I, I thought he was actually going to just spontaneously combust out of frustration. Fair play to Ricky. He's got every right to be in that aircon box. Oh, mate, absolutely he does. Like, he's done his fair amount of time on the field in the Canberra heat and cold. But he goes, nah, boys, I'm with you. And if you boys lose this, I'm on the field to flog you the second <laughs> you step off the field. Um, so, no, good on him. Um, otherwise, the Sharks, just missing Nico. I guess for the Raiders, it's a bit like you beat them by like two points, four points mm. without Nico, like not great, but a win's a win. But but having said that, like the Sharks still played well. Yeah, Trindle's good. Don't get me wrong, I like Trindle. Yeah, but like, he's he's not Nico. Nico is a very good player, and I'm not saying he's not. But I just I still don't know if Nico wins in that game. Like I just feel like, I just feel like Sharks. It's hard to say because we haven't seen Nico play this year, but like. I just feel like they played good footy and still lost, you know? I, like, I, I just don't want to take anything away from the way Cameron played, is all. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to put a caveat next to them, because I thought they were quite good. By, like, the last 10 minutes, where they just decided to try and make the Sharks win. Do you have anything else to add from that game? Uh, no, not from that game. Good to see the Canberra get a win. I think that was their first win of the season. I think it was. Too. I do like Canberra. Um, still have a soft spot for them since the 20... 16 or 17 grand final. It was it that long ago? Yeah, I know. Fuck. It was 2017 grand final. Jeez. Well, don't know, man. Well, 2019? I, 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 somebody said it's 2019. Yeah, I, I actually think I get that year confused with the year the Sharks won. Right. For, for whatever reason. I don't know. It's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mention it every podcast, but up the fins. Up the fins. My new, my new team. Second um, team. It's, it's like... They showed a trait that I wish we had, and that was, like, when you're not playing your best footy, still winning. Yeah. Like, it wasn't their best game. They weren't against great opposition, but, like, to be fair, we lost to that opposition, so what does that tell you? But, like, they didn't play great, and they still just got two points, which that's, yeah. like, just a good team. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they've been great. I'd like to see their form continue. Especially having now seen the first episodes of their series, I can now say that I, you know, I really understand the Dolphins. Kind of, you know, I've been there. I've been with them since fucking day dot. But um, no, it's it's good to have like a club that like you can be happy for, in the absence of any joy with us. Um, well, yeah, it doesn't take anything away from the Tigers, but it's nice to like be happy yeah. for another team. Who all the Finns got this week? Well. I was gonna say it makes for a fucking hot. Oh, they got night. Really, I gonna forget the other. They got the Broncos at eight o'clock. So you can go from an absolute blockbuster at six pm, Storm oh. Tigers into not as big of a game, but pretty big. Uh, Broncos Dolphins. Is that the biggest night of footy you'll get all year? Probably. Probably. Well, legitimately. Yeah. Wow. I wonder who uh, fucking. That's that is exciting actually. I. They were quick. Fox League were quick on getting that promo up for that game. Like it was like. Sunday or Saturday and they were flogging like flogging those promo ads for the Battle of Brisbane they've been calling it like yeah it's, it's crazy we were talking about the scripts last week but you couldn't write it any better the new team that's in Brisbane 3-0 against the Broncos the 3-0 I reckon the Broncos pull it out yeah so do I like I, I don't think like anyone's sort of questioning that they looked hot. I guess they were playing the Dragons, but that last, like, 10 minutes where they scored, like, 22 points was fucking hot. I just... It was... It actually, that was really good football. I loved watching that. I think I watched... I missed most of the game, but I watched just, like, the last two minutes on KO just to, like, see what the fuck happened, and it was electric to watch. My hope for that game... I don't really care who wins. I like... I feel like I like both teams. I probably like the Finns more than I like Brisbane, but I like the Brisbane players. Sammy. I just want it to be a close game so that it actually does manufacture. Like, I just hope there's more to it than just an ordinary game so that there is a bit of like a a proper rivalry built there. Yeah, I'd, I'd like a bit of like... You know what sucks? Fucking Kafusi being out for it. Does he... Have he, they, they come back on his results for the appeal? Yeah, he got three... Oh, actually, I don't know, but initially he got three matches. I don't feel like even if he appeals, he's going to get less than I one. think he will get... They were talking about that on Fox League the other day. The Dolphins were going to use the Suli'i hit as, like, the reason why he shouldn't be. And 
seeing the Suali Suali hits that was a grade one, whereas Kafus is a grade two, I believe. Might be different terminology, but you know what I mean. Like, if Suali's hit was that, like, Kafus's hit should definitely be less, which means right. he gets off. Oh, I guess. Because he also carry over, which is why it was three instead of two, I think. I think the judiciary is tomorrow night, Wednesday. Oh, okay. So we won't... Or maybe it's later two nights. Yeah. We are recording this Tuesday about seven o'clock. Um, now, I don't want to get stuck. Oh, yeah. It'll be it'll be done tonight, so... I feel like I'm stuck in We keep in talking mud. long enough. We can't <laughs> yeah. get to this. I feel like I'm stuck in mud with this point, but sports bet have the same odds... Dolphins Broncos as they do for West Melbourne. Dolphins at three dollars. Yeah, I mean, that's just underdog stuff. Do you reckon that's that's just underdog stuff? Yeah. It it would be very hard to chip against Brisbane. I think. Yeah, I do. They've got they've got more to play for than the Dolphins. The, the Dolphins can like put together like a like a, a mighty Ducks performance and like you know, wow, look at the Dolphins. They've done it. That's like the best they're gonna get is like a, a surprise upset in like pretty spectacular fashion but like the Brisbane have like there's real pride on the line for them I think like if the Dolphins lose like they don't really lose anything the yeah. Brisbane lose they lose a lot yeah no that is actually a really good point it's they got it's yeah balls on the table yeah it's all on the line and I think Dolphins have been good but you put those two teams next to each other Broncos are pretty good like they're better I think yeah I think Reynolds went better yeah. though just like Surprised there's not been more about him in the media, or maybe I just haven't seen it yet, or maybe it's just yet to come. But well, it's interesting because the Broncos were coming out with like a few like sort of jabs early, and Wayne's normally the bloke who's playing the mind games, yeah. But he's sitting back at the moment and he's coached literally all of those players on the Broncos, including Reynolds. If they win, the if the Dolphins win, that's gonna be one of the best press conferences of all time, yeah. There'll be a grin on his face, <laughs> oh mate, there'll be one of the biggest grins, and like. You remember that um, when he was coaching the rabbits and like I don't know if it was like the prelim or like if it was it might have been finals and like he does a little dance in the change rooms yeah like, the boys. that's like, good shit that's that's I'm hoping for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Alternatively though, I do also really enjoy seeing like all the Brisbane boys in their change rooms this year so far, just like pumping a four X like after the game. Like it just <laughs> yeah. seems like good vibes in there. Like yeah, it does seem like everyone's mates. Yeah, and Kevy's got a smile on his dial talking to you know. God knows who just yeah. yeah it just seems like good times there it's good to see good bloke weird bloke shit coach having <laughs> a good year yeah yeah um, speaking of shit coaches having good years Andy Seabold continues to march on yeah was that just fucking one of those years of the Broncos you know sometimes you have a year where you just shit the bed was that just it fan thing well sometimes you need to shit the bed before you learn how to like not go to the toilet properly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah, some people just learn in the hardest way, and I feel like he's learned. I don't know. Like they have a pretty good roster there, man. But I'd like to. Well, I don't know, but he's also got Shane Flanagan to his side. But like, surely, like if you if you fuck up that badly, you're gonna take some time to do things differently. And it seems like what he's doing is working. Yeah, well, I guess if we keep going with the shooting the bed analogy, I guess it's... I've never had kids, but I would say it's like you have diapers on and then you go, oh, you know, you've been using the toilet, we'll take it off. And that's sort of the Rabbitohs' first season. Yeah. Like, it was the first, like, couple, like it was the first week, nappies off, he, he hasn't shit the bed. Yeah, he's and like, fucking oath. Little did they know, he was just constipated. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Yeah. And, then, and then he gets to Brisbane and... He's no longer constipated. It all comes gushing out. Well, yeah, the rents have gone. We're going to chuck these out. We don't need them anymore. They're almost flexing out kids. Fucking oath. Two months old and he's toilet yeah. trained, ready to go. But then, little they know, there's wasn't enough fiber. Mm, no. Yeah. Um, and, and now I guess... Shit, now he's shit in the bed every other week. Yeah. But I, the parents are too proud to go back on what they've said. Yeah. Put him back in diapers. So he it's just too, keeps shitting the bed. And yeah. that's not... That's not the kid's fault. Absolutely it's not the kid's yeah. fault. Um... It's just neglectful parenting, which I would what say is, is the Broncos what, giving him like a five-year contract. What does that? What does that make him now? Like a like a? Does that make Seeds like a five-year-old first year of school kind of? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the timeline that he puts yeah. him in, puts him in. But it, all it took was putting the nappies back on, sending him <laughs> over to England with Eddie Jones. Eddie would be a great dad. Yeah, I know Eddie would have gone, mate. It's okay that we're putting the diapers back on. 
Yeah, Eddie knows about a bed shit. Like, give it a year, and we'll have these back off you. Yeah, and this it's it just feels like you really swallowed some pride there. Just being like, I'm gonna get back in the I'm gonna I'm gonna get back in the nappies for a year. Well, the first. Mum, Dad, I'm putting the nappy back on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I wasn't ready to be out of the nappy. Yeah. Now I'm ready. Look, the first step is admitting you have a problem. Yeah. And the problem was, Seeds was shit in the bed. Yeah. I couldn't be more proud of him. He's and probably learned a lesson that not many other NRL coaches have learned. In that. Like, if from a very real perspective, moving slightly away from the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it was, I don't want to move away from, from the Toy Story sheets at the moment. They cover everything quite well. Yeah. Put them back on. Nappy's on. Eddie teaches me what's going on. Yeah. And now, look, he still might be constipated again. I'm not going to rule out another bed no. shit. No, no, no. There, there, there might be a bed shit coming. And bed shits happen at all ages. He might just have a butt plug up there. Just, just he could have a butt plug. We know... Who the damning that motherfucker? Yeah. If there's one thing we know about ex-manly coaches, if we look at Trent when he was at the Bulldogs, he yeah. was getting put up in from Gould. Yeah. So, look, I'm not going to rule out a butt plug, and once that's taken out, it's an gushing, absolute... Just a gushing. Nile uh, down in Manly. It's a floods. <laughs> yeah. But um, at the moment, it looks great. Keep that thing up there. Yeah, yeah, keep it up there. I mean... Luke's engaged. You just, you just hope that... Um, what, what was that round that really derailed their season last year? The What was it called? Um... Pride round. Pride round, yeah. <laughs> Just hope the pride round doesn't come to crown anytime soon for them. Um, I would like to know um, Desi Hadsler's feelings on this. I'd just like to know what he's doing. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> I've always liked Des. Like, sort of bloke, no drama, just, like, loves his footy. I hope he got a fucking massive payout. Oh, yeah, he'd be probably, like, in Europe somewhere, don't you reckon? Like... Oh, see, I don't reckon he's the sort of bloke to leave Manly, like the Peninsula. Well, yeah, I, the thing about I can't see him coaching at any other club apart from Manly or the Bulldogs. I know that's just because it's the other two clubs he's coached at, but I just can't see him coaching anywhere else. Yeah, I do agree. Um, and I don't think the Bulldogs would ever take him back. Well, I feel like that's what Manly would have said about him, like, the first time he left the club. I don't know, though. Like, I don't really know enough about what happened there. Mm. But the other person I'd like to know <laughs> what happened to is... um. Uh, Tuvi, Tuvi, um, Tuvi, Tuvi, Tuvi. Well, you know, isn't Tuvi still Thank on NRL three hundred and sixty? Thank you, Siri. Thank you, Siri, for um, isn't Tuvi on NRL three hundred and sixty for a second? Yeah, he is like occasionally. I don't know if he's got a segment going, but I, I, he he certainly like is occasional on a TV screen. But now I don't know if we've mentioned this to the podcast. One of the great voices of all time. Yeah, he does have a Jeff great Tuvi. voice. Um, don't know if we mentioned this to the podcast. Me and me like you stupid a bit of gardening together for a company, and didn't we used to? do a house next to Tuvi's and you'd see him walking the streets during the middle of the day. Were you there for that? No, I honestly have no recollection of that at all. We used to do a place in Narrabeen, like on the lake, and you'd get there at like Tuesday at fucking like 11am and you'd just see Tuvi's just like walking the streets. Yeah, right. It was like, it was good. Like he just had nothing to do during the day. So he'd just like go for a bike ride, go for a walk. Really friendly. I liked him. Did you like him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd say good day. Oh, that's good. So I have nothing bad to say about Tubes. Um, and I hope he's doing well. Yeah, me too. Um, but I think if you want to check out what he's doing, I think he's on NRL three sixty. <laughs> yeah, I might have occasionally. to. I might have to cast an eye over that and just like catch up with all things, all things Tubes. Make sure he's doing okay. Um, who else have we got? Um, is there anything else rugby league that we haven't touched on? I have a yarn that rugby league related in yeah. the news so the Jared Hain court case oh god I actually saw this on the <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have no idea what, what's happened I just saw Hain's name on abcnews.com today being yeah. like oh god Hain's back now if you haven't sort of been keeping up I'm not going to fill you in because yeah. it's just a bit etch um, but I will read the first passage from news.com because yeah. really I, I love this first passage so um Jared Haynes, given timeline on the night he allegedly did that stuff, he says he seduced her with an Ed Sheeran cover before rushing to get what he came for. That's a quote. An Ed Sheeran cover before rushing to get what he came for. Which, 
I'm not going to explain what he was coming for, but I'm sure we can all use our imagination. Yeah. For me, I want to focus on the edge here and cover. Yeah, I would love to... Well, maybe I wouldn't love it, but... <laughs> there's, a, there's obviously, like, a ulterior motive there, but... I didn't know he had a bit of a... A voice on him. Yeah, a voice on him. I mean... The Some bloke... frontman energy. <laughs> yeah. The bloke can do everything, and... Like, he can win you an Origin game, he can get you to a grand final, not win it, but um, he can do a hell of a try. Now, is that, is that an intimate cover, or is that, like, just getting up on stage and belting out a song in a pub, or is that, like, hey, come back to mine, I've got a guitar, and I can strum this thing out for you? I reckon this is one-on-one. I don't even reckon there's a guitar. I reckon he's, like, just sort of, like... No, surely he's not just singing at Raw Dog. That's, that's what I picture in my head. Surely you need to, even just like some basic chord. Like I feel like that's a really intense thing to just sing at someone. Zero, well, zero, <laughs> zero accompaniment. Well, that's that's how he seduced her in air quotation marks. Well, that's the vibe you're putting down straight away. Put him behind bars and lock away the game. Yeah, that's fucked. yeah. The silver. If you're just if you're 13. just sitting someone down like that, forget. Anything that happens after that. I don't know what happens. I'm not going to comment on what happens after that. And I, I don't want you to. Just just sitting someone down and just singing out a song for them with no backing track, you should go to prison for that. I completely agree. <laughs> and I'd like to know what song it is. Oh, I'd love to know what song it is. I don't think we'll ever like figure that out, but you got to think it's one of the big dogs. Like maybe Shivers, like a new one. Maybe, I don't know if he's sort of like an old, like, multiplier album fan or, like, he's into the new stuff, but I'd love to know, sort of, firstly, what was going on in his head when he did that. Has that ever worked before? If... You've just touched on something. song? If Jared Hayne has ever sung to you, please reach out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I would love to know what's that like. And what song does he sing? Yeah. Does he have an arsenal of songs or is it just one that he's really nailed down? And just another point, if before all of this new stuff, if Jared Hayne has to sing to a girl to seduce her, there's absolutely no hope for the rest of us. If Jared Hayne of absolute throbber and RL player has to sing to seduce a girl, then like, yeah. I fucking, I'm out. Yeah, I give up. Yeah. If, 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 that, if he doesn't have the credentials off the back of... A's NRL career to being rich I think would you give me a guess he's still rich he oh he, he wouldn't be poor three just being jacked as balls if you then need to like compound that into also being able to sing an Ed Sheeran yeah. song strike me out I'll give up yeah um, but yeah I just thought that was just interesting nice fact thing. to reveal to the courts I think <laughs> yeah I've, yeah the lawyer having to get up and if I was the judge that. or the defence or the prosecutor I don't know who but I'm like calling to the stand and being like, well, if this is you, what you've said, prove it. Sing for us. Sing for us. Yes. yes. <laughs> Jared, now, Jared, now hop you've up. You've said that you've sung yeah. this song, right? I personally, I, and I know I speak for a lot of people in this courtroom, I can't see you singing an Ed Sheeran song. Yeah. Please demonstrate. Yeah, if you're, if you're going to go along with this storyline that you can sing... If you want the jury to believe this is what you've yeah. done, you better goddamn fucking set up and show them right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jared is a triple threat. He can sing, act, and dance. Now, I've just read further into the article. They go into a little bit more. Hayne uh, claimed it was awkward when he went into the um, <laughs> bedroom. So it was bedroom. So he tried to break the ice by singing along to several of his go-to songs on YouTube. Oh, how many? On YouTube? But, but she did not sing along with him. No. Okay, it does say the song. The prosecutor claims he put on Ed Sheeran's cover of Wonderwall by Oasis to seduce her. Hayne denied this is the reason why. So it's not even an Ed... It's not, it's not an Ed Sheeran song. So he's, got, he's, got, he's, got, he's, he's got a back catalogue of songs. My question is, if you if you're singing Wonderwall by Oasis, why are you not picking their song? Why are you going to the cover that Ed Sheeran sung of that song? Maybe it's Moni's Rage. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's obviously been some thought put into that. Also, like, Wonderwall without guitar is like 
feel like that's like you got to do it with guitar. Wonderwall's grim as it is, I'll be honest. Yeah, it it's is. It's overplayed. It's not seductive. No. Um, so I mean, you can't really move or dance to it either. It's pretty slow. It's, it's kind of sad. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's kind of the theme. Yeah, of the whole yeah. night, isn't it? it yeah, a bit it, sad. it does wrap up. Um, it was foreshadowing. I think we put a bow on that there. <laughs> yeah, I think we leave that one there. But, um, um, yeah, yeah. We'll move on from uh, our boy Jared Hayne. G was good in 2014, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, anything else have we got going? We pumped India in the cricket. I don't know. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, it was good. It was oh, good stuff. I watched it. Fucking sensational. Good to see. Your sure Marsh can hit a ball. Yeah, Swamp Junior Junior. Fucking just pounding that ball. Was what awesome. Where was he in the tests? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just um, smacking balls. I think it's just like a mindset thing. Like it was fuck. It was nothing to lose. Like we were gonna win that game. Let's be honest. Yeah, we could have. So, we could have. I, what I like most is that we could have taken. We could have grinded out thirty overs of just slow batting, but Travis Head and Mitch Marsh, who just like seem to be bringing the alpha Mounders back to Australian cricket, which I think we've lacked. Yeah, there's a bit too much drinking coffee and like putting toasties like, in the fridge. Side business hustles <laughs> yeah. and like oat milk going on for my liking. Yeah, it's good to see just like two blokes get down there and be like, hey, why don't we just smack some sixes and then go punch, punch some beers in the sheds after? Well, that's exactly it. They had places to be. Which, <laughs> yeah. If they're like boys... I like, we could sit here yeah. and, like, do this safely, but who's got the fucking time? Well, they go, I don't even like 50 over cricket. I'd rather play 20-20. Let's just do that instead. Yeah. I think we got it done in, like, seven overs. Yeah, I think it was 10 overs. It's fucked. Yeah. Um, but then our bowling as well. Oh, Stark was putting it in spots. Yeah, it looks good. Um, Smudge took a fucking scream. Yeah, what a great catch that was. He, um, in the slips, he's he's like second to none. I think that, like, I feel like every summer, I know this is not technically our summer, but he just puts up another all-time classic catch. Like, yeah, there were, like, so many. But then all of like, the same. He, like, fully parallel to the ground. Fully stretched out, ball just goes to mitts. Like it's it, he's incredible, um, and it feels good just having him to skip. Like oh god, doesn't it? Like, and it's one of those things where like I love Pat. Oh, I'd get rid. I like I do, <laughs> I do too. But yeah. something about Smith as captain is like just it gets me going so hard. Like we just seem to play way better. Yeah, it's. I don't know if those two are like intrinsically connected, but it kind of feels like there might be. It seemed like the boys like sort of just want to play for him. Yeah. And, like, okay, I don't know if I'm ready to get, get rid of Pat. Like, I'm... There's, no, I, there's, I like there is Pat. no world in which we get rid of Pat. But, like, fucking Chuck... That's done great, too. Chuck Smith I'm not dis- I'm not trying to disrespect Pat at all. No, we wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. But keep Smith in the ODIs. Fucking Chuck him in the 2020s as well. Put yeah. him as captain. Yeah. Finch is gone. Like, fucking why not? It, it, it'd be a nice little, like... Just a nice... To be the cap, to who has been like a, a real great. Well, for me, best since Bradman. Yes, and for me as well. Yeah. <laughs> Bar maybe Punter, who yeah. won more, but Steve Smith's batting and like just like ability to put us on his back's been like. You don't want to throw Clark in there? I do like Clark, but but <laughs> I, no, I feel like Clark. I'm, I'm not throwing Clark in there. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, was, no, I do I was like, I have. Clark was like the captain when I really started to get into cricket, so I have a real affinity for Clark. But has just proven since his playing days, and maybe I just wasn't a rep, like as as into it as I was then. But it seems like it was happening then. Just a bit of a big day. Yeah. For all that know him. Literally, on the commentary, didn't really vibe with. Yeah, it. I was saying to um, Rahul, a friend of the show, during our summer, or maybe it was yeah no it was during our summer like when that thing with Clark and. Big Carlos happened. Like, all the ex Aussie skippers, like, seem to, like, get a commentary gig or, like, a big media gig going. Just seems like no one wants, really wants a bar of Mike Clark. I know he's on SEN radio, but, like, it's not, it's not, but it's not really the same. Like, every other captain, bar Steve Walks, I think he's just, like, I don't think he really, yeah, he's just, like, he's too alpha. Like, yeah. He's too alpha. But, like, no one just seems to want Clark around, so, yeah. I do enjoy watching um, War's brother, uh, Mark. Mark, just put his like two cents in everything, and yeah. like you could, he could 
you could be watching 2020 and he'll put his own spin on how good he was. Like, a commentary game won't go by where he doesn't reference him being great. I reckon he's one of the best commentators going. He's, he's just like, over the Indian series, it was he just like had a great ability to really stick it to the Indians and just get some shit going. Well, it was actually interesting because obviously we're both big fans of the grade cricketer. Yeah. And they had a guest on and he was talking about how the commentators over there won't say anything bad about India, the pitches, anything like that. And you'll, you'd watch it and you'd be like, we're playing on either a fucking road or like the most cracked desert I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and no one's saying anything about it. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, Mark, he seemed to still have a crack, which I, which I admire. I love, yeah. I love and I respect. It just, it just feels good. Yeah. It was a good result this morning. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time I was actually genuinely excited for like an ODI than this next game. It's, I won't watch it because fucking well, time. <laughs> but, but I'll be waking up to look at it. Um, it is good timing though, being in India. It's, it's on at like good times. Yeah. But um, when's our next one? Is it like I, tomorrow? I have a feeling it's a tonight or tomorrow morning. Yeah, right. Because that game was yesterday morning. That's just I just googled the most generic thing ever. ODI game three. <laughs> I think it was last night. Yeah, tomorrow seven pm. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's that? Wednesday. Oh, it's perfect. Like, I'll have it on in the background. I probably won't watch. But it if it's the same result as the other game, it'll be done before ten pm. Yeah, which would be nice. Yeah, it would be lovely. But otherwise, it goes a bit too late for me. Yeah. Uh, anything else we want to touch on? I feel like we've covered quite a bit. Um, no, I think that's it. I think we've covered... Trying to rack my head with a lot of sport. I think we covered rugby league. I think we covered cricket. Um, bit of UFC on the weekend. Didn't watch it, but sure. Yeah, I don't really watch much UFC. Um, um, but I think we might leave it there. I think we've done pretty well. Yeah. Um, Thank you for listening if you're still here. Yeah. And, um, Hope you enjoyed that one. We'll um, be back. Consistency. Yep. It's coming. But yeah. uh, enjoy the game on Friday. Blockbuster. Um, up the Tigers, up the Finns. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Later.